Hi, welcome to another episode of Geisler's Guidelines. I'm your host, Jordan Geisler, and here in the studio with me today for a very special episode is a good friend of mine, Tiffany Corner. And Tiffany, uh, I would like you to introduce yourself, and also I would greatly appreciate if you would explain, well, hi, to the audience, that whole story that entails, because that is one of my favorite <laughs> stories I've ever heard anyone tell before. Okay. So, I'm Tiffany. Um, I work with special needs children through Jefferson County. I'm also a CLS worker uh, where I take kids out one-on-one afternoon to work with them, like take them to the stores, teach them how to buy stuff, take care of themselves, stuff like that. And um, <clears throat> one time me and Jordan were at Bible study and we were uh, talking and I was telling him a story that um, me and my cousin was walking down the street one time and she waved to this lady mm-hmm. and this lady looked at us and she was she stopped the car and she's like who are you waving at <laughs> and my cousin destiny didn't reply back and yeah. then she stopped the car and she stuck her head on she was well who are you waving at <laughs> and my cousin destiny's like i was just saying hi and then she goes, well, hi, and pulls off real fast. <laughs> okay, so ever since Tiffany told me that story, whenever we run into each other, we will say, well, oh, hi, hi. <laughs> just like that. Because it, when you told me that and you imitated her, it was honestly so funny. Um, <laughs> even now, like you were telling us, so <laughs> extremely funny. Um, so before we get into today's discussion, which I'm eager to discuss, we have another segment of Bowl of Scenarios. So... Tiffany, if you would please select a scenario for us, please. Someone you know, an acquaintance, asks you for honest feedback about him or herself. What would you do? Okay. So, it's an acquaintance. It's not like a deep level relationship. And they want honest feedback about him or herself. What would you do in the situation? Would you give them the feedback? I probably would because I like to lead people the right way mm-hmm. and if something that's been a struggle for them and everybody else has kind of been beating around the bush around it because they want to be upfront with them I would like just out of love out of my heart I would be I'd be honest with them and tell them yeah. how it is so kudos to you uh, <laughs> uh, for being honest uh, as far I well I should have explained this before this uh, show started, but uh, every scenario in the bowl of scenarios has happened to me before. Um, So this happened to me before, (laughs) and I was like, I can't... Because the relationship isn't super deep, I don't Mm -hmm. feel comfortable being completely honest with the person. So what I would do is I would like give some feedback, but not all the feedback that I would give them if I knew that person on a deeper level. Right. Um, Never even really heard back from the person because it was via email. Mm -hmm. Um, But so I don't really know if that person even really took it to heart. I don't really know. Uh, Based off the results I've seen from that person, I would say no. Um, So (laughs) don't know why they were asking for feedback. Um, But that, because I don't know the person super well, I would give some but not all the possible feedback in the world right. um but that's just what i would do all right so full scenario is over today we are going to be talking about something that is super relevant super real uh something that i deal with all the time and that's why i wrote about it for this show we're going to be talking about stress and i gotta say maybe it's because i'm a millennial or gen z whatever but i feel like stress is all around everywhere with everybody Mm -hmm. um but we're gonna talk about it a lot in this episode so first question do you stress easily why or why not i do stress easily okay over silly stuff yeah um kind of like a type a personality so Mm -hmm. i like everything to run smoothly like going to work in the morning I live about 35 minutes to 40 minutes away. Yeah. Tell me why I leave an hour early every day. Because I stress that I'm going to be late. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Even like going to a friend's house if they tell me, hey, Tiffany, be here at 2 o'clock. Well, I'm like there sitting there at 145. Mm-hmm. I'm at your house. <laughs> it's because I'm stressed. And yeah. 
if I don't get there on the on the right time, then I end up speeding. Yeah. And it just comes. It could just be really bad. Yeah. But yeah, I stress out a lot, probably more than I should. Uh, so I definitely agree, and for a lot of the same reasons, like I would say I'm a Type A personality too, mm-hmm. and so that causes me to stress really easily. And just the idea of like leaving really early for something, like a uh, probably close to a month ago, um, I was heading to U of L for school, and I left the house. I think at like probably eight fifteen, and my class starts at nine thirty. Okay. And I was like, this should be plenty of time. Um, I sat in at least two hours of traffic, so I missed. Like I got to school probably at ten thirty. Um, which it was like 15 minutes before the class ended. So I was like, this is great. Missed the class completely and it had nothing to do with me. It was just stupid traffic. So then uh, the next time I had that class, I left the house at like 7.30 because I was like, there's no way that I'm getting stuck in traffic again. Because for that class, you only get two unexcused absences and then they start to dock points off your grade. And I was like, oh, this is not happening to me. Um, So I left the house like an extra... 45 minutes early and I was on campus for like an hour before class started but traffic was so bad that day I was like I'm not chancing it especially with this class and especially with this professor um so I would definitely say like I stress out over kind of the itty bitty details a lot too Mm -hmm. just because I have like a perfectionist outlook on a lot like I want everything to be the right way and the way I think it's supposed to be even if no one else thinks it's supposed to be that way um but I I feel like stress is just integral at some point like there's always stress about something and we'll eventually discuss whether we think stress is healthy or unhealthy in another question but I I just feel like stress is always there like it's always a present like it's always a person in the room you know right um, so next question, what do you think causes you to stress a lot? Well, I have a little bit of a story about that, what causes me to stress. <laughs> so at the school that I work at, the um, secretary came up to me. She's like, hey, I have this front office position that's becoming open. Do you want it? And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Give me an interview. And so, but that night I went home and I stressed about it because I am the main person. Like when you come into the office, I'd be sitting right there. Yeah. So that means I have to deal with all the public, all the parents, all the fighting between the two parents. I just Mm -hmm. get in the middle of it and having to deal with all of that really stressed me out. Like I was staying up all night, worried about it, couldn't focus, couldn't sleep, went in for the interview, got the job. Mm Mm-hmm. And then two days before, like I was doing my training, I freaked out. And yeah. I went to the secretary. I'm like, I can't. Mm-hmm. And I explained to her why. I'm like, well, I'm the first person they see. So if a person comes in with a weapon and yeah. they're angry, I'm the first one going out. Yeah. And I can't protect myself. Yeah. And I'm like, and I had to apologize. And if I let my stress get to me so much that yeah. where I couldn't get a promotion. Mm-hmm. So... I know exactly what you mean. And it's so sad that, like, that's a reality now that, like, Mm -hmm. that is a piece of, like, working the front desk somewhere is that, like, if someone with a weapon comes in, that is the first position that's going to get affected by it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I totally understand what you're saying. I think a lot of what stresses me out is just, like, the future and not necessarily, like, not knowing or or being in, like, the dark on something. I think just, like different possibilities different outcomes maybe it is uncertainty actually because it's just like not knowing what path is going to happen stresses me out a lot school stresses me out a ton too Mm -hmm. um especially recently because um for my degree it's required to get an internship and so i had to like go through the process of like applying for stuff and meeting deadlines and trying to get interviews and stuff like that and I finally got um an interview and then ever since I've just been like stressing so hard about it for when it starts in January and I'm like this is so unnecessary like I don't need to be so freaked out about this yet I am anyways Mm -hmm. um but also since you brought up front desk 
I worked front desk at an animal hospital, and that was one of the most stressful things I've dealt with in my life. I also worked um, about half a day at a Wendy's restaurant, and that was also extremely (laughs) stressful because I was working like the fry station, and I'm sure as most people who've gone to fast food places know, just about every meal has something fried in it. Um, and right. so that was honestly the probably one of the worst things I've ever done in my entire life because it was just constantly like having to get stuff done and I was behind, behind, behind and I looked really gross and sweaty and people were looking at me and I was just <laughs> like, I can't do this, I can't do this. And then I quit in the middle of my shift and left. Um, oh Wendy's stories for another time though because that was just a terrible experience of my life. Um, but working front desk, like having to deal with the public, like you said, was just honestly a horror show. Um, because I, I feel like the front desk is kind of just, um, like a punching bag for a lot of people that they want to get their anger out on Mm -hmm. because they're upset about something, whether it be with the establishment or not. Um, but they're like... Being in, like, wintertime when it's darker outside, and maybe this is just, like, white boy paranoia, but I would get, like, I would be the only person at front desk, and I'd be like, it's so dark outside, like, I can't see anyone walking up to the door, like, if someone comes in and wants to rob me, they could get away with it, and I was like, there's nothing I can do about it, and then, like, the minute it would turn 8 o'clock for closing, I would, like, go and lock the doors, right. and I'd just be like, I'm getting the heck out of Dodge, like, I'm mm-hmm. not sticking around here, um, but, yeah, like, you know, it's just unnecessary stuff that's not gonna happen, most likely, but I, I freak out about it and stress out about it anyways. Um, quick tangent, do you ever have stress dreams? Maybe sometimes for my future. Yeah. I'll get a dream about something in my life I kind of like daydream a lot yeah like with me like being single mm-hmm. and being afraid of being lonely for the rest of my life mm-hmm. that has been in my dreams and I've also daydreamed about it like going down the street like driving my car and I'm like wow this may be like it for me I may not find that special somebody and it stresses me out and I tell myself I don't need to worry yeah. About the future. But I seem to do it all the time. Yeah, same. And it just leads to more stress. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a horrible domino effect. Right. But like growing up, like did you ever have like that stress dream about like being at school and like you didn't study for like the test or whatever, like anything like that? Yes. Oh, what was it like? Do you remember? Very. I was stressed so much. Like I would actually study for a test. And I would, I would know it. But when I got in there and did it, like, my whole body would just shut down. Like, my mm-hmm. face would get super red, and I would start breathing hard just because of the stress, having this test in front of me. Because yeah. I'm like, what if I don't remember? Yeah. You know, I pushed myself down to the negative side when I did know it. I did know the stuff, but just let the stress get to me so much. Yeah. And I remember in eighth grade, the principal had asked me to come and introduce the teachers for graduation. In front of everybody. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I, I can do that. I can do this. Just in, yeah. you introducing their names. Like, it's yeah. not that hard. I got up there and my whole body started shaking. Oh, my god. Because I got so nervous mm-hmm. and so stressed that I was going to mess up. Yeah. And everybody was looking at me. Yeah. I did it, but my whole body was shaking. And you yeah. could just, everybody could just see the fear that I had just by setting up and doing that. Yeah. So, yeah, I have definitely... I yeah. had some stress dreams, and stress has always been something I've dealt with in my whole life. Yeah. So when we first, so um, I should have clarified more of this in the beginning, but we go to the same Bible study, and right. when I first started going, um, it was a very large. It was probably like an average of like thirty or so people a week, and I was so anxious, and like I would have like we would go around in a circle and have everybody say their names and everything, and share like one thing like about you Mm -hmm. um and I would always be so stressed out about just saying my name (laughs) and I'm just like I know my name right I'm pretty sure I can say it but I'm just like so freaking out about like oh everyone's gonna be looking at me and uh you know like are they gonna think I'm a loser or you know just what and it's so trivial and no one cares and no one's really paying that much attention Um, but I felt like they were, and there was always so much built on top of it. 
Um, but the reason why I asked about stress dreams is because I seem to have them frequently. And they're almost always about one of two things. When it's like school season, even if it's not like, oh, I have an exam coming up, I will dream that I'm back in high school and one, I'm running late for all of my classes. Like I just can't find the room. Like I don't know where to go. And then I can't remember my, it's always that I can't remember my locker combination and I can never get to my stuff in my locker. There was one, I've never had that like, oh, I'm naked in school dream, except one time when I was a kid, I had a dream that I was in my underwear trying to find all my clothes on the playground and I was running in slow motion. It was the, like, I've never had that kind of dream before, except only for then. And then some occasionally I'll dream that I'm working back at the animal hospital mm-hmm. and no one there wants me they're all like oh look who came back and then I have to go and take care of all of the birds and birds are my biggest fear um other than dying alone and <laughs> so all the cage doors for the birds would be open and they would just be out walking around everywhere and I don't know where they are and that happens probably at least two or three times a month and it's the worst when I wake up because I'm just like it felt so real and it wasn't but it feels real um so I have stress dreams like way too frequently I should see a psychiatrist probably yeah (laughs) Um, it's crazy it's honestly nuts um Mm -hmm. now (laughs) our conversation has probably given this away but do you think stress is more healthy or unhealthy in your life (laughs) For me, I think it's unhealthy. Yeah. Because it causes me not to think straight, to do daily activities that I enjoy doing because I'm stressed about something. Even if it's so small, yeah. it becomes a big thing. But then on the other hand, I think stress can be sort of healthy because it can motivate you yeah. to do something, to study for that test because mm-hmm. you don't want to fail it. So you get stressed and you're studying over, like, over and over again, but you overdo it. Yeah. So it's like, it's in a mixture for me, I guess. Yeah, it's like a double-edged sword, kind of. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say I try to see it as healthy, but in my life, personally, I would probably say it's unhealthy. Mm -hmm. Um, Because stress does have, like, damaging physical effects. Right. Um, Usually for me, it's just, like, I get really sweaty. And to me, that is extremely damaging because I hate being sweaty and I feel like I'm sweaty all the time. Um, But I would say that for me, stress is, I try to use it as, like you said, like a motivating factor to get stuff done. Mm -hmm. Um, But usually I let it become unhealthy because I'll just like push and push and push it off. And then something will be due within like a couple of days. And I'm like, oh crap, like I haven't done anything for this. Uh, and then I just like stress, stress, stress about whether it's going to work out or like with projects, especially with like group projects at school or whatever. I'm just like, this is all going to fail because no one is doing their part and I have to step up and take on like all of the weight of this project. And then that's, I'm not going to get the recognition for it and everyone else is going to get a good grade because that's usually how it always goes. Um, and so stuff like that will just get me super stressed out, um, too much stress is definitely unhealthy, mm-hmm. but I think it can be healthy if you just maintain it and are very conscious about how much of it is in your life at the time. Right. Um, do you think stress and anxiety differ or are they the same? I feel like they are different, mm-hmm. but they come into the same category. Yeah. So usually when I stress about something, like when I was back in eighth grade, I was stressed about speaking in front of everybody. Then my anxiety came on to me because my mm-hmm. whole body started shaking, sort of intertwined into one big thing that I was going through. Yeah. So I don't think, I think they're different. Did they just really fall? Yeah, really close together. Close together, yeah. I think anxiety is really similar to like doubt or mm-hmm. mistrust. Um, so I think they differ in that respect. I also think, um, anxiety can be more of like fear versus stress Mm -hmm. is more of just, um, like an emotional thing. Not that fear isn't emotional. I think fear is emotional too. Um, but I think anxiety is more of just fear and stress can be more of like a physical or emotional thing that happens. Um, but they are 
pretty similar for the most part, I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you combat stress? For me, uh, I pray about it. Mm-hmm. I give it to the Lord and um, I write about it. And if I'm super, super stressed, I talk to one of my close friends and I'm like, hey, this is bothering me. Like, give me some feedback, help me mm-hmm. get through this. That's usually typically what I do. Yeah. What about yourself? Um, I would say I try to like be um, purposeful and like praying about it. Mm-hmm. Personally, I feel like it doesn't do much. <laughs> um, <laughs> just because like I, so much about like prayer to me is just very difficult and the fact that like I never know if I really get a response. If I think I get a response, I'm not totally sure if it's legit or if I'm just imagining it, you know, because unless, and this has never happened, unless God directly speaks to me, I'm never super for sure if something has been like a answered prayer, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, So I try to pray about stuff, but it doesn't always help with stress. Typically, I like to eat and I like to procrastinate a lot with stress because I'm just like, if I can have some kind of distraction from stress, maybe I can forget about it and try and just push it out of my mind, which never works because it always comes back. Uh, It's like a really crappy boomerang. (laughs) Uh, Well, I guess it'd be a good boomerang because that means it's doing this job of coming (laughs) back. Um, But I usually just try and find some way to distract myself from the stress. Uh, which only increases the stress when the distraction is over and I have nothing left to divert my attention to. Um, But sometimes I write about it. Like, I just put whatever is stressing me out into what I'm writing about. Mm -hmm. Um, And occasionally that helps. Um, But usually I I think I just have to deal with the situation head on. Um, Because I feel like for the most part, I stress a lot about, like, um social interactions that i'm gonna have with someone and just like how it's gonna play out especially if it's someone that i don't know well or that i don't particularly like um because if it's friends i'm just like i don't they're friends i know it's gonna be chill um but like if it's someone that i don't like or someone that i don't know that well i stress a lot about that and the only way for me to get through that is to just do it head on um and just get it over with whatever it may be right um but yeah, I think that's what I usually do. Um, what about you? Do you feel like prayer really helps your stress? I've actually had a good experience. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so I can tell you that story. Yeah. Uh, when I was a freshman in college, it's like my first semester, and we would take this freshman class to, like, prepare you for, like, the college experience yeah. and all that. And guess what I had to do? I had to stand up in front of everybody and speak on a PowerPoint. Oh, uh. So, and the PowerPoint was about yourself, you know, yeah. just introducing yourself to the class, mm-hmm. what do you want to do, what are you going to major in, and all that other stuff. And yeah. I remember sitting at home doing this PowerPoint, and I was really stressed, and I was like praying about my God, just please, just, just help me, help mm-hmm. me not to stress in front of everybody and freak out and shake. Yeah. Do not let me shake in yeah. front of everybody, please. So, the day I'm in class, and I'm like sitting in like the first row, third seat, mm-hmm. and we're going in order through the rows, and... I remember just sitting there and I was just like, God, I'm feeling all this anxiety. Like, mm-hmm. please take it. Just take it and set me free from it. Yeah. And so I got up and I grabbed my flash drive, put it in the computer, and I was at peace. I was very calm. My words weren't stuttering. And I was speaking loud and clear to everybody could hear me and understand. Mm-hmm. And I explained it well. And I got an A. And I mm-hmm. was like, all right, God, that was all you because yeah. usually I freak out. Yeah. So he does. He did take that anxiety away. Mm-hmm. He gave me peace because it made me realize, why are you worried about such a little thing, Tiffany? That is so small. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, help me. And he helped me. Yeah. So that was an awesome experience. So he does help. He does yeah. give you peace. Even he may not speak directly to you because I never heard God speak directly to me, but I felt him and he has calmed my spirit when I have, when I am super stressed. Mm-hmm. I just got to give it to him. Yeah. So. So I don't know what made me think of it, um, but do you ever use humor to combat stress? Mm, not really, no. Because for me, I feel like occasionally, like, even if there's not tension in the room, whatever mm-hmm. stress I have will make me think there's tension in the room. And then if I try and make people laugh or just, like, 
do something funny, to me, that takes away the stress. Yeah. Um, and what it can just be, like, uh, saying something stupid or, like, saying, like, a kind of corny joke or whatever. Um, but I, I feel like I definitely use that as, like, a default setting that, <laughs> like, if I'm stressed out, I'll just, like, fall back on comical Jordan and just, like, let him take the wheel. Right. Um, so I think that definitely helps me combat stress a lot, too, especially if it's, like, an active situation with other people. If it's, like, I'm on my own and... I'm not going to just tell a joke out loud because that's not going to do anything. Right. Um, but if I'm, like, around people, it definitely seems to help. Right. Um, when's the last time you, like, hardcore stressed out? To everybody else is going to seem small, but it was really huge to me at the time. <laughs> <laughs> that's a big thing about stress. It's, like, it, it's only big to, like, the person dealing with right. it. So... I picked up one of my students and I was taking her out to CLS and I take her to see a behavior specialist. Mm-hmm. And this behavior specialist moved to a new building and there was like, it seemed like 10,000 buildings. And my GPS was driving me <laughs> to the same spot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is not the building. Yeah. This isn't the building. Yeah. So I start stressing and I start hitting that gas mm-hmm. a little bit faster. Every time it took me to that same building, I'm like, Breathing out hard, I'm like, oh my goodness, mm-hmm. what am I going to do? I can't yeah. figure out what I need to take this girl to. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I sound so dumb if I call them because I know it's in this complex. Mm-hmm. I just can't find where I need to go because it keeps taking me to the same spot. Yeah. And so that was a major, I mean, to me that was majorly stressed because we was going to be late and everybody yeah. knows I don't like to be late. Yeah. And I'm sitting at this complex and I eventually did call. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm like, dude. The GPS took me to this building. She goes, oh, don't worry. Everybody's GPS does that. You need to go right and turn left, and there's my building. I'm like, yeah. oh, my goodness. Yeah. You know what? Just next time, send that to me in a text message instead mm-hmm. of let me stress out that she's going to be late because I'm standing in front of this building trying to figure out where the heck I go. Yeah. I, yeah. I get super stressed about directions, like especially if I'm driving into Louisville. Mm-hmm. Um, I will get super stressed about, like, where like what if I can't find this place where am I gonna park is it safe like that is the biggest problem is like (laughs) is this parking spot safe yeah am I gonna get towed um just all that stresses me out hardcore and then afterwards I'm just like I was legit just driving somewhere until the next time I drive somewhere and I'm like stress is back on (laughs) it always comes back around um the last time that I hardcore stressed um, it was probably like a couple weeks ago. I got, so I mentioned internships. I got an internship with a Spanish newspaper here in Louisville. Oh, wow. And potentially by the time this episode comes out, it may already be over. Um, but I just remember, um, I had gotten the internship and I was like stressing really hardcore. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to use like all Spanish here. And I'm like, I don't know if I have the, like, abilities to do that. And then I'm like, all the other things I'm going to have to do, like, I'm going to have to write articles in Spanish. Like, I'm going to have to translate, like, press releases in Spanish. Like, I'm going to have to do interviews with Spanish-speaking people in Spanish. Like, all this stuff. And I'm just like, I don't have what it takes to do this. I'm not highly capable of any of this. (laughs) I have to, like, do the social media for them. And I'm like, I don't even have Facebook. I don't know how to do Facebook. And so I was just, like, freaking out. And I was like, I can't do this. Like, why did I apply for this when clearly I'm not qualified to do it? And then I had to, like, breathe and be like, it's not a big deal. Mm -hmm. There are editors who live and breathe Spanish who will be able to correct mistakes I make. Mm -hmm. It's only a a two-article-a-month deal where I write two articles a month. Social media will probably come easily with time, right. and it's probably a more bilingual, like, office space. Like, they do Spanish and English, so it's mm-hmm. not like they only speak Spanish. And even still, sometimes I'll just, like, freak out about, like, is this really, like, am I really supposed to be doing this? Like, I don't know. And then I have to remind myself, like, if I wasn't that qualified, I wouldn't have gotten it. Right. This is been put like in place for me to do as like a challenge for my skills and like a challenge to see if like I've really mastered what I've been studying and like my breath slows and like my heartbeat like slows a little bit too and I kind of just like mellow out 
usually when it comes back up, I'm just like, oh, that's like a month away. Right. Of course, right now it's like three weeks away and I'm just like, oh my gosh, it's three weeks away. <laughs> um, so I'm just trying to forget about how to measure time right. <laughs> so that maybe I can forget how far away it is. Mm-hmm. But that's probably the last time I hardcore stressed out. But I hate it when I just have like, it's almost, it's like borderline panic attack. Because then it's all that I think about for at least an hour and it just overcomes my mind. It's one of the worst things ever. I hate it so much. I can relate. Yeah. It's honestly <laughs> just terrible. Yeah. Um, last question. <laughs> and this is kind of a hard question. Has stress ever driven you to tears? It's been a while, but I can remember in elementary school, I had this teacher. I didn't, I didn't care for him very much. Something about him. Mm-hmm. I just didn't, he just, he didn't give me good vibes at all. Yeah. And, um, I would always cry having to go to school. Oh, that's so sad. Right. And my mom was like, well, you have to go to school. And I would always fake sick. I would always leave early. I remember Mm -hmm. like, this may be nasty, but in lunch, I put a pizza in my mouth and I put milk and chewed it up and spit on the ground to make myself look like I threw up. Just oh to go home. Oh my gosh. So smart. That's so good. So like, oh, when well, Tiffany's sick, she's got to go home. And I did that all the time. Mm-hmm. And I would always, I would hold my breath and everything to give myself a fever. Mm-hmm. Because I hated going to school. Yeah. I had so much anxiety, I would cry. My mom like literally had to proud me off her to get me to school in the morning. I just didn't care for this teacher. And I think the reason why I didn't really care for him, I was like in third or second grade. I think it was third grade, and I was at the end of the day, and I had been having to pee, literally, all day long, mm-hmm. and I was always scared to ask because he just scared me. Like I said, he gave me bad vibes about him. Yeah. I don't know. But anyways, I snuck into the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Right when I walked in there, he was like, who went into that bathroom? And I'm like, I just had to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And he came over, and he started knocking on it. He goes, get out of the bathroom. You did not ask. Oh, my gosh. And I was holding it all day, and I ended up using the bathroom on myself. Oh. And this is elementary school, and, like, ever since, like, then, he just, like, small things. Like, mm-hmm. he would yell a lot at us, punish us over small things like that, going to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. If a child has to go to the bathroom, let them go to the restroom. The bathroom was inside the classroom. Oh, my gosh. There was gosh. no sense for him yeah. to do that to me. Yeah. And I just, my elementary school days, I stressed all the time, and it did you know, had driven me to tears yeah. at that such a young age. And that's when I really learned what stress and anxiety really was. And it just intertwined into one for me all yeah. the time. I think I, I definitely have been driven to tears from stress. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of the most recent time because I have one in mind, but I don't know if it's the most recent time. Um, there was once as a, that as a kid, I can clearly remember. Mm-hmm. Um, I was... Going, it, I think I was in like the second, maybe for it was like second or third grade, I think. Mm-hmm. And I was going to this class that was, it was like a side class from like your regular class. And it had like a name, it was like gifted and talented, but I was not meant for that class. <laughs> My mom was a librarian for our public school, so mm-hmm. I was pretty sure she had had some word in to be like, Oh, Jordan can totally do that when like I was not capable of doing that <laughs> so I went into this class and we had to like read some story or some article about the northern lights mm-hmm. and then before we could leave and go back to regular class we had to answer a couple questions about it and I read the article it's not that like like I just didn't read it I did actually read it but I didn't understand it and the teacher just kept asking me the same question and I didn't know and I didn't know and I had to tell her I was like I don't know what this is like I don't know what to say and she was like clearly you're not doing this right like you don't have what it takes and then like I left the class and I went I was crying and I went to my mom in the library and now she was like checking some kids book out and I was just like mom and she like took me off to the side because I was having a complete meltdown uh, because I just couldn't take it and then a more recent time was, um, and I've mentioned this before on the podcast, it's a reoccurring <laughs> haunting error. Um, I was at the farm and animals had gotten out on my watch and oh. uh, my boss kind of gave it to me because um, it wasn't the first time I had accidentally let animals out. So 
I don't wrong her for what she said. I definitely wrong because it was my mistake that I made. Right. Um, but like all of the emotion uh, and just uh, like guilt and shame of that moment of making that error and just like school and life going on all at once. I was so stressed. Like the second I got out of her line of vision, I broke into tears because I was like, I just can't do it. There's right. so much going on. Um, and in those moments, like afterwards, I felt like this heavy purge of like all this negativity was just like out. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I don't remember. It was probably a more emotionally scarring thing as a child. Right. Um, but when I got, you know, like this past time, that was probably actually close to a year ago. Um, it was just like over and done with. And then like still like the stress of just like, oh, are all the gates locked and is everything secure? Like, are all the animals safe? Are they, did they escape on me? Like, that still comes around all the time. Um, But it's just something that, like, I've grown to deal with and I've adjusted to. Um, So that is the end of our questions. Is there anything we didn't cover that you want to say? Just anything you want to mention before we break? Um, No, I think we've, I feel like we've covered it all. Okay. Stress, what about you? I don't think so. I think we've got everything. That's all all that I have. All right. Well, thank you for tuning into the discussion. We will be back with ads. This episode is brought to you by people posting on social media telling you to vote. Don't tell me what to do or I'll punch you. We'd also like to thank our not sponsor, streaming services that aren't Hulu or Netflix. What the crap are you doing? We already got what we need. Welcome back, Tiff. I'm excited to play this game that is new this season. <laughs> uh, this game is called Hot or Not. So, the way this game works is we've got this bowl full of names that I've written down of political people, celebrities, just famous people overall. And what we're going to do is we're going to select, I think there's probably close to 30. We'll do maybe 15. Okay. Um, we'll select a name. Uh, and we can both do it, or it's just whoever draws it does it. It's whatever you want to do. If there's one like you really want to do that I draw, you're more than welcome to say whether you think that's hot or not. Okay. Um, but the way it'll work is you'll draw the name, you'll read the name, and then you'll say whether you think they're hot or not. And by hot, we're going to say attractive, but also if you were in a position to be in a relationship with that person, mm-hmm. if you would pursue it. So, if they're hot, you say, Why? If they're not hot, you gotta say why or how they would have to change in order for them to be hot to you. So, are you ready to play hot or not? I'm ready. All right, would you like to go first? Sure. All right, draw the first name. Frosty the Snowman. (laughs) Okay, hot or not? I would say not hot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, why not? How is Frosty gonna have to change? Um, he's gotta not be so cold. (laughs) <laughs> okay. I don't want to hug him because I hate being cold. Okay, <laughs> fair. Um, so for me, I would say hot because in comparison, I look really tan to Frosty. Uh, oh. And I'm an extremely pale person. Like, my thighs are like as white as Frosty. <laughs> so in comparison, I'm going to look a little more tan. Um, so I'm going to say, I'm going to say that's hot. Okay. Um, all right, I'll go next. Bill Hader. Do you know who Bill Hader is? No. Okay, he was on SNL. He's done a lot of, like, voice work. Um, let me pull up a picture of him, because okay. you're going to need the picture to know. <laughs> what do you think? Uh, let me pull him up real quick. All right, this is Bill Hader. I'm going to say hot because he seems like a really nice guy, and... I feel like he and I could just be like good friends and he's really funny. Mm-hmm. So I would feel like he would always be making me laugh. Okay. So I'm going to I'm going to say hot. What do you think? Um I don't really know him personally, but the way he looks I would say not hot because <laughs> he's not my type. Okay. <laughs> he's just not my type. Yeah, no, okay. <laughs> That's fine. Not hot. All right. Your turn. Been a while. Vanna White. Oh, Vanna White. Okay. She's on the Wheel of Fortune. She's the person who, like, does the letters. <laughs> I can I pull up. That's okay. I'll pull up a picture of Vanna for you. She's actually been hosting the Wheel this week instead of Pat oh. because Pat is in the hospital. Um, let me pull some, she's kind of older. Um, 
but she's had a lot of work done, so she doesn't look too old. Okay. This is Vanna White. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say she's hot. I mean, her blonde hair is pretty. Okay. She's got a nice smile. Okay. Her eyes are pretty. I mean, she doesn't, like you said, she really doesn't look old at mm-hmm. all. I don't know how old she is, but she... She's hot. I'm sure she can okay. get lots of lots of men. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say hot because very selfish and materialistic, but she's got money because uh, she's been on the wheel for decades. So I yes. know she's got money. Uh, she's also got good connections with uh, plastic surgery people. So that's hot to me. If I ever need that one day. Right. <laughs> um, also, I feel like I would always be welcome to come on the wheel if uh-huh. she and I were in a relationship. Okay. Um, so I'm gonna say that's hot. Um, yeah, Vanna White's hot. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right, next one. Let's do. Okay, Kathy Bates. Do you know who Kathy Bates is? No. <laughs> that's okay. I just have you <laughs> that's okay. more TV. <laughs> um, let me pull. <laughs> she's on the TV, right? Uh, she's been all over the place. Okay. Have you seen The Office? No. That's okay. Um, American <laughs> Horror Story. No. Um, what else has she been in? Uh, this is Kathy Bates. She's older <laughs> as well. She played in The Waterboy as the mom. Right? Oh, yeah. She was yeah. in that movie. She was in that movie. Okay, I'm going to say... I really want to say hot, but I feel like there's too much of an age difference between her and I, and she can pull really good characters because mm-hmm. I've seen her in a lot of different things. So I would feel like if she and I were in a relationship, I would never know if she was being real. Um, so I'm gonna have to say not hot. Okay. What about you? Well, I would I would honestly say hot because okay. she's mm-hmm. really good at. That's why I like her is because mm-hmm. she is able to change her character and be okay. a different person. Because mm-hmm. she played in the Titanic as one of them rich fancy ladies. Oh, well, I didn't she know played, she was in Titanic. Yeah. Um, I don't remember her role, but she something to do with Rose's family. She was, oh, yeah. she was high class, and then she was there to play the water boy. And play something. Yeah. Going to like eating squirrel on the dinner table and stuff, and I'm like, what in the world? So I'd say that because she she's good at changing her personality and okay. making it work with the movie. <laughs> That's good. Okay, your turn. Amy Scumor. Oh, Amy Schumer. Amy Schumer. Do you know? <laughs> okay, Amy Schumer. Um, she had a I show. Don't know these That's okay. She's a comedian. Okay. She's made a couple of movies. Um, she has a podcast that is so funny called Three Girls One Keith. Um, it's she's pretty vulgar. Um, not gonna lie, but her podcast is hilarious. Um, so that's Amy Schumer. I would say not hot because I don't know who she is. <laughs> <laughs> that's legitimate. I would say hot. Okay. Because even you know, even though she's not the most, I feel like she's not the most attractive person in the world. Right. Um, just personal. Uh, but she's super funny, which to me is very attractive. Um, and she makes me laugh a lot with her podcast. She'd probably let me be on her podcast, and maybe she would come on my podcast. Right. So, okay. I'm going to say hot. Amy Schumer's hot. Okay. Um, let's see next. Harrison Ford. Um, do you know who Harrison Ford is? No. He was uh, Han Solo mm-hmm. in Star Wars. He was Indiana Jones in the Indiana Jones movies. Um, what else has he done that was big? had like a bunch of roles in the 80s that were really he did a he's worked with uh steven spielberg a lot um he's really old now um (laughs) (laughs) this is harrison ford right now um i'm gonna say he played in taken right no that's liam neeson (laughs) maybe actually i haven't seen taken maybe he wasn't taken no i don't know he just no it's not him um, I'm gonna say not hot because he's really old and I feel like I would always be just like 
some side piece because he's so famous and like he's done so much in his life um also he's a pilot and he's not that great so i would probably die in his plane while he's <laughs> flying me somewhere so i'm gonna say not hot what do you think i think not hot because you know if he can't drive a plane <laughs> that's all you look for in a man i that's mean that's right. all you, if you need can't drive a plane, then i don't know i don't want to <laughs> have anything to do with you. That's okay. For my safety. He wasn't that cute. That's okay. Oh, he was in, um, gosh, Blade Runner. He was in the first Blade Runner movie. That was also his other big role. He was in the Blade Runner movie. Never seen it. No, they're fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I have Nancy Pelosi. 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 Politician. I don't know her either. <laughs> Maybe we should have played the other game. <laughs> okay, Nancy Pelosi. I feel Pelosi. like you would have, like, Donald Trump in there. People he is like, in here. Oh. Donald Trump is in here. Uh, so let me pull up Nancy Pelosi. I know Donald Trump. Um, Nancy Will Smith? Pe people like that. See, now, with this game, I wanted to do people who are, like, borderline. It's uh, not completely clear if they're hot or not. Like, it oh, could go either okay, way. Okay, okay. Um... This is Nancy Pelosi. She is Speaker of the House. She is the leader of the Democrat Party. She's trying to run for president, right? There's rumors that if she did, she would win. I don't know if she is. I don't believe she is. Well, I would say she's hot because she seems smart. She mm -hmm. seems like she has her head on right and mm -hmm. she's, she's pretty for an older lady. Okay, good. I would say, even though she and I are two completely different ends of the political spectrum, I would say hot because she's been politics for years. Mm -hmm. um, she fights for what she believes in. I think that's great. Right. I also saw something on the news the other day that like someone asked her if she hated Donald Trump. And she was like, I don't hate anybody. And I always pray for Donald Trump and I was like wow what a big move that to make huge. yeah very I thought very good of her to say and uh -huh. do mm -hmm. um so I'm gonna say that to me that's hot right. I think that is I a agree. very attractive quality I think she and I would have great discussions right. um sorry it's uh, yeah, yeah it's, okay. I forgot it's my <laughs> turn okay Chrissy Teigen do you know who Chrissy Teigen that's okay. No. <laughs> um, I'm she's, so bad at this game. I thought I would know more. No, it's, it's fine. Um, she's married to John Legend. She's a supermodel. Oh. Um, I know who John Legend is now. This is Chrissy Teigen. Wow. I'm going to say not hot because oh. she married someone who makes really bad music. Um, <laughs> to me, you need to know good music okay. uh, to be in a relationship with me. Uh, also, I feel like her eyes creep me out a little bit. Like, I feel like there's a deep yeah. anger in the, her eyes that yeah, really scares me. Like so, maybe she would beat me up in our marriage. Um, <laughs> so, I'm gonna say not hot. Okay. What about you? Um, I think she's hot, but I like some of John Legend's music. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry um, for dissing your music. You just, I'm like, what? <laughs> Sorry. But I would say she's hot. She's pretty. I mean, I don't know. That's she's, okay. Hey. It oh, is what it is. and another thing that I find not hot about her, she's like everywhere. Like she does so much stuff on TV. Like she, I feel like you should have one thing like you're really well known for. Uh, and she's just like, she does like so much different random stuff. I'm just like, what are you doing? Like you are like, stay put for like five seconds and just do one thing for a while. Um, other than being married to John Legend. Oh, also this one time she was on Family Feud and she was really annoying. Um, so that's also not hot to me. Uh, really <laughs> random, but to me that was not hot. Okay. Uh, your turn. Super noodles. <laughs> what does it say? Supermodels, right? Oh, supermodels. Okay. <laughs> that looked like an N. It looked like an N. I was like, what is a super noodle? <laughs> super noodles wearing Crocs. I mean, supermodels. <laughs> supermodels wearing Crocs. Is okay. that hot or not hot? Yeah. 
I would say not hot. I hate crotch. <laughs> yeah, that's the ugliest shoes ever that I've seen. Like, who wears those with holes on their feet? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I would say not hot too because Crocs are the biggest like desecration ever made. Agreed. I think they are poop on shoes, <laughs> so definitely not hot. They would have to be barefoot to be hot. I agree. Um, I agree. All right, Meryl Streep. Okay. <laughs> She's an actress. She's won a plethora of Oscars. She was in, um, she's done a lot of stuff. That's her. She's been around the block for quite some time. Oh, I know who she is. Like, I don't know their names on the TV shows, but she played on the, um, the Devil's. Devil Word, yeah. Yes, yes. Um, I would say, I want to, I really want to say hot, but to me, I, I, I feel like she could be intimidating because she's so yeah. famous and powerful and she's done so much stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but she, despite being a little bit older, she has aged really nicely, I think. Yeah, she has. Maybe similar to Vanna where she just knows someone who can work really well with her face. <laughs> right. Um, but I'm gonna say hot. Maybe she would invite me to some of her premieres. Right. Maybe she would be on the podcast. I feel like we could have a lovely conversation mm -hmm. about any, I would talk to her about anything. I'm right. gonna say so. Yeah, I'm gonna say she's hot. What about you? Uh, I think she's hot just because she acts so well mm -hmm. and just the way she carries herself. Yeah, is what I like about her. Yeah, I feel like I haven't heard anything. Like I feel like a lot of celebrities have like a scandal or something. I don't right. feel like I've heard one about her. No, she never. seems like a really nice person. Right. I agree. All right. Let's do two more each, and then we'll call it a game. Tiffany Haddish. Um, Who's that? She, <laughs> that's okay. She's more of a recent, like, up-and-comer. She's a comedian, but she also acts. Um, that's Tiffany Haddish. She's done a lot of bunch of random stuff, too. She's also, like, well, I'll save it for after you say what you, if you think she's hot or not. Um, I don't know her. I've never seen her on any shows or anything, but I would, I guess I would say she's hot. She's pretty. Okay. She's got nice teeth. Mm -hmm. um, her hair looks good. I mean, she seems kind of wild though. Yeah, she is kind of wild. Just from her pictures that I'm looking at, she's... Yeah. Yeah, she seems wild, but I don't know her, like, yeah. anything about her. Yeah. What about um, you? I would say not hot because, okay. like Chrissy Teigen, she's just doing, like, all this random stuff. Like, she can't just stick to one thing. Uh -huh. She's just, like, all over the place with everything. And I just, like, just do one thing. Right. Just be known for one thing, and then you can branch out and do stuff. Um, also, her, her voice kind of gets on my nerves. Um... And she's just a loud person. Like, she reminds me of Cardi B and the fact that she's just loud. Um, so yeah. I'm going to have to say Kinda not. Kind of fool themselves. A yeah. Bit. Okay. So I'm going to say not yeah. hot. Uh, let's see. Okay. Donald Trump. Here we go. <laughs> okay. I want to say hot because that hair that is hair. Uh -huh. something. <laughs> um, he is all about that tan. <laughs> um, yeah. And... He is loaded with money. Um, and like I said before, I like that in a person. However, his character is something to be desired yeah. for me. For sure. um, that Twitter account needs to go down the toilet. Uh -huh. um, and maybe he could just like take a nap. Every now and again. Right. I feel like he's the kind of person who would improve some with some sleep. Mm -hmm. um, so, until he does that, I'm going to say not hot. Um, even though I would like to hang out with Melania some. I feel like she's got some stories. Yes, I would love to hang sure. with Melania. And if Donald and I were, you know, buddy-buddy, I think she and I could have some time to chat. Mm -hmm. um, but for now, I'm going to have to say not hot. What about you? Um... I would say hot. I'm not necessarily like attractive to him, yeah. but I feel like he's got his head on right, you know, mm -hmm. with leading American stuff. Yeah, he's might have done some things in the past that I don't agree with, but overall, I like the dude. He's cool. I mean, his hair is, I don't know, maybe he needs something to do different with his hair, but it's nice. 
Maybe you could convince him to get a wig. Yeah, get a wig yeah. or tie it and cut it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. All right. This will be your final one, and then I'll do my final one. Uh, John Travolta? Travolta. Travolta. He was that? in... <laughs> He was in the musical Grease. Um, that's really the only famous thing I know him for. He's kind of gone down in his career. Really? Did you ever see the musical Hairspray? Hairspray. Is it called musical Hairspray or Hairspray? It's just called Hairspray. I've seen that. Okay, yeah. he yeah. played the mom. Oh, it's been such a long time, I don't know if I remember. Um, so, this is John Travolta. And I'll look for him. I'll look up next if he was uh, his picture in hairspray, uh, so you can get a resemblance. Yeah, because he doesn't look familiar at all. Okay, look up hairspray. <laughs> Let me look up. I can't believe how many people I don't know. That I'm was judging. him in hairspray. Yes. Okay. Wow. I would say hot because I feel like he pulled off being a woman very well. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Like, seriously, I, that is very good. I, I would distinctly, say hot just because of that. <laughs> I, I distinctly remember seeing, like, a copy of the National Enquirer uh -huh. in, like, a magazine rack at Walmart <laughs> saying he's a woman or something <laughs> after he took that role. Um, I'm going to say not hot because of the first picture I saw of him <laughs> that looks like he is on meth. That picture to me. Yeah, that looks. Everyone listening at home, just go to Google. Type in John Travolta. Go to images. The first picture will creep you out. Yeah. Also, his voice to me is very unpleasing. Mm -hmm. um, even though I thought he did a pretty good job in Hairspray, like you said. Um, also, I feel like he's he was like a kind of one-hit wonder like he was in Greece and that was his big role and then like I feel like he never oh he was also in uh, Saturday Night Fever and that was a big role of his but I never I never saw that so clearly yeah. it must not have been that good um so <laughs> I'm gonna have to say not hot um all right final one all right Queen Elizabeth all right okay I'm gonna I, I think I'm gonna say hot because she is older than time yet right still kicking pretty hard um also she has a crazy family that is absolutely off the chain weird um and i love reading books about crazy families so it would right. be like i'm living in a book um also royalty so i could definitely get some of the money from her right i would abuse my power and knight a bunch of people that <laughs> don't deserve it um like i would probably i'd probably like go and knight Maybe Kevin from The Office. I would knight Kevin from The Office. <laughs> um, and also, you know, I feel like she's got plenty of years left in her. She's probably like 800 years old right now. Yeah. But I feel like she's probably got another 800 to go. Right. Um, and, you know, she moves just like slowly, but she seems to have poise. And she always looks nice. Right. Which I really value in a person. Mm -hmm. um, so for those reasons, I'm going to say hot. What about you? I would say hot because she's royalty. Mm -hmm. She's loaded. <laughs> <laughs> and overall, she's just nice and seems like she's got her head on straight, too. Yeah. Maybe you could take Donald. Yeah. I maybe. could take Elizabeth. Yeah. We could form some kind of political alliance between yeah. the two. I feel like we, and we'd both be rich. That's right. Biggest point. And that, matters, and right? those, that is what matters most. Um, thank you for playing this ridiculous game with me of hot or not. Uh, it will be coming back in another episode. Um, before we go to closing announcements, is there anything you'd like to say? Any shout outs? I'll give you a five second PSA. Um, uh, Jordan, just thanks for having me on the show. It was really fun. Absolutely. And my first podcast, guys. Yeah. So it's Thank you cool. so much for being here. I nice. greatly appreciate you coming. Even though you said it was a little uncomfortable, I, I really did enjoy our discussion. I really enjoyed playing Hot or Not with yeah, you, especially you the, the Super Noodles. <laughs> <laughs> that probably, super that probably that? made the whole game for me. M look like an N, y'all. Okay. My handwriting is bad. <laughs> um, I can't blame you for that. So I totally it's understand. All it's all good. Uh, so time for closing announcements.
Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Geyser's Guidelines. Be sure to subscribe so that you never miss new episodes when they come out every other Tuesday. Please give us a rating and review on iTunes. It's the best way for people to know what this podcast is all about. If you have any suggestions for the show, you can send them to geysersguidelines at gmail.com, no apostrophe, and and Geislers. Follow me on Instagram at savage underscore sasquatch78, and you can follow Tiff on Instagram at <laughs> um, I don't really use my Instagram that much. I think it's I think my name on there is like loving the ocean. Ocean it's called Ocean Breeze. Okay, okay. Ocean Breeze. Follow ocean Tiff breeze. at Love the Ocean Breeze. <laughs> um, where am I? <laughs> All content on the show is created by me, Jordan Keisler. Thank you very much to our wonderful guest <laughs> Tiffany for being on the show. Okay. And be sure to watch the movie Mad Money, as my sister Paige Geisler and I will be doing a roast and toast of the movie next episode. Thanks again for listening, everybody, and stay good out there. Bye!